You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hello and welcome to another Monday edition of The Rob Carson Show. I hope you had a glorious weekend working your second and third jobs in Biden's economy. But you know what? We're going to get through this today, and we've got a lot of good news. we got a lot of weird news. But I do believe the country is headed in the right direction, although we have many speed bumps in front of us this year because we have an open border. We have a president of the United States who is endorsing an open border, which is causing the destruction of the country. There are people inside our federal government who we know are enemies of the state. Right now, there are people in our federal government, literally, who are attempting to collapse the country. I'm not joking around, and I'm not meaning to freak you out. I just want you to know that all of the things that I've said, you know, about 2024, going to be really weird and all that, and there's a lot of really weird stuff going to happen. We're knee-deep in it. I just thought you should know. We are knee-deep in it already, and what we have to do is keep it from going up to our necks, all right? And we do that by what? By uh, exposing the truth. I know that sounds like a cliche, but it's true. And also, one of the most powerful things that I can do is to deride, shame, mock, and ridicule the left. Because they've been doing it for, to us forever, and it's worked. It's worked. You know what it did? It demoralized it. It dispirited us. It made us feel terrible. It allowed us to run all over us. It allowed the RNC to kiss everybody's butt because they wanted to be liked. And guess what? We don't need to do that anymore. We don't need to do it anymore. There was some big stuff that happened over the weekend. Saturday Night Live invited uh, Shane Gillis back and uh, proved that I am absolutely right with regard to the uh, ascension of conservative comedy and, more important, the inclusion of conservative comedy and possibly showing the uh, the bellwether signs that conservative apartheid may begin, be beginning to weaken. So that's really big. And and my uh, my network, Newsmax, right here, Newsmax, the, the Newsmax, the, uh, the, the network that I've been saying, uh, that, that is the most trusted. It's one of the few places you can finally trust. People are getting it, and they're hearing it from this guy right here. At CPAC, Newsmax voted most trusted in cable news, and that's the most important thing you can be right now, right? Isn't it? When you look at all the madness in the world, the last thing we have is trust. We can't trust anybody, and when we finally are able to find someone to trust, we've got to be able to know that they're going to be there for you. That means Donald Trump, maybe Byron Donalds, maybe MTG, maybe, I don't know, I trust Steve Bannon. I think he's amazing. All of the people who have been uh, you know, uh, demonetized and wrecked by the, by the deep state, those are the ones you got to trust. So... I do my best every day to establish and, and keep you, you know, your trust in me. It's valuable to me because I'm not going to change who I am. I'm going to continue what I'm doing. And I was watching CPAC this weekend, by the way. And the one thing I realized at CPAC, and, and I would love to go to CPAC. Don't get me wrong. But I'm never going to be Steve Bannon. I'm never going to be a talking head. I don't want to be that. I want to be more than that. I want to be like, 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 Rush ba- like Rush Limbaugh was. Rush Limbaugh was just like me, came from a music background in radio, and he's a performer. But not only a performer, a performer with an educated opinion, with life experience and knowledge and common sense. And that's what I do. So while the pundits stand on stage at CPAC, 
I'm not going to be one of them, but they're more than welcome on my show because there's nobody who can do a show like me. I do a show, all right? I do a show that features interviews and comedy and commentary and punchlines and improv and all of that. And nobody else can do that. Even on, even on talk radio, nobody else can do that. But I'm going to do that for you every single day. And we're going to beat the snot out of the left with joy and patriotism and mock and ridicule. And, and honestly, please, please. Keep Joe Biden as your candidate, Democrats. And please believe that he's perfectly fine. His brain is absolutely perfect. He's fine. You're right. Gavin Newsom, 100% right. Joe Biden's brain is perfect. Joe Scarborough's right. Yeah, he only hi- he only he hides his dementia in in private, but in public, he just puts on a display to make you think that he's demented. So you go right ahead and believe that. We're completely down with it. Yes, Joe Biden's brain is fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, do you know what tomorrow is? It's term limits day. And, uh, you know, I've always been a believer in term limits. And now so, uh, I mean, much more. And, and here's my, my uh, idea for term limits. <clears throat> Two terms for sen- Senate. Okay, that's 12 years. Or uh, what is that? Uh, six terms for the House. That's 12 terms. You can't do both. You can't do both. It's not 12 terms. It's what? Uh, 12 years is six, six terms. Right? Six times two. Yeah, okay. So, anyway, uh, and then you can't do both, and you can't go from a pipeline into uh, big pharma, big defense, or you can't also be a lobbyist. How about that? Yeah, yeah. So, Term Limits Day celebrated every year on February 27th in commemoration of the day when term limits were placed on the president in 1951. We're long overdue to impose term limits on all members of Congress on February the 27th. So... Tomorrow, get your yard signs, bumper stickers, and make a post on your social media and tag it with hashtag term limits today. How does that sound? U.S. term limits is doing it, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to have it right there in the, uh, in the yard, right next to the, uh, the big tree that I have in the front with the blue and white Israeli ribbons on it and the yellow ribbons for the hostages that are being held, American hostages in Gaza. There you go. How does that sound? Uh-huh. U.S. term limits, and just hashtag everything term limits day. That's tomorrow. And then what? Then there's a 28th, then there's a 29th. We've got a, year, a leap year. We've got a leap year this year. How crazy is that? So all you guys are going to be celebrating your birthdays. Uh, what you celebrate every four years, right? So all you people who are 48 are only, what, uh, 12 years old. Uh, congratulations. You know, my math is not is, is fuzzy. I'm just going to tell you, my math is kind of fuzzy. So if I, if I screw up, don't nitpick on me. Because uh, my math is kind of fuzzy because, you know, I have the attention span of a fruit fly. There is that. Now, I want to I wanna mention this real quick, and, I, and I'm not meaning to make the show start in a negative fashion, but I think this is important. Because over the weekend, we saw what happens when you brainwash your military, when you brainwash your young people, and you, you implant a false narrative in their brains, and you make them radical, and you make them nuts. That's why all these anti-Semitic protests are happening on campus. People are insane, absolutely nuts. And and one of our U.S. military officers, an Air Force officer, set himself on fire outside the Israeli embassy in D.C. to protest the war in Gaza and effectively became, are you ready for this, a terrorist for Hamas because he used the same talking points and then he self-immolated. The only difference is he didn't kill everybody else. 
A U.S. military officer, Aaron Bushnell, set himself on fire because there is a woke military, there is a, uh, a commander in, in charge of the military who has pushed wokeism, who has driven down uh, uh, enrollment in the military, people signing up to be in the military because of the nonsense, because of the idiocy. And you've got a Secretary of State who's literally pushing, don't use mom and dad, don't use daughter and son, doing that sort of nonsense. Tony Blinken needs to be fired summarily and shamed the rest of his bloody life. But Aaron Bushnell died this morning after he set himself on fire using the same talking points as the radical left, and by the way, the Democrat Party and academia, and the woke nonsense going on in our military, here are his last words. And I'm not meaning to shock you with this. I just want you to hear what happens to a 25-year-old man who has a bright future ahead of him and no longer has it. Here he is in his own words. United States Air Force, and I will no longer be complicit in genocide. I'm about to engage in an extreme act of protest, but compared to what people have been experiencing in Palestine at the hands of their colonizers. Colonizers. That is a talking point of the left in academia. It is a talking point of Black Lives Matter. It is a talking point of Antifa. It's not extreme at all. This is what our ruling class has decided will be. Yeah, it is a talking point of Hamas. And now he's dead. A military member self-immolates using the talking points of Hamas, Black Lives Matter, Antifa, and the American Democrat Party. And he dies for nothing. He was hospitalized in critical condition on Sunday. He dashed himself, I should say, doused himself with an accelerant, set fire to himself, screamed, Free Palestine! As his body went up in flames, he had apparently links to at least two anarchist groups, Burning River Anarchist Collective. Why didn't his military commanders know about this? Why hadn't they investigated? Why hadn't he done, they had done some sort of intervention with this man? Also, the Mutual Aid Street Solidarity, both are based in Ohio. Video shows Bushnell approached the heavily guarded Israeli embassy on D.C.'s International Drive Bluff before one... And then he did it. And then he did it. Mm -hmm. 25 years old, was an aspiring engineer seeking to transition out of the military. The U.S. military, the U.S. Air Force confirmed on Monday that he succumbed to his injuries overnight. And nobody in the military gave hide nor hair about this man, looked at his social media presence, looked what he was becoming, and then he just killed himself. That is your American Democrat Party. And I'm not screwing around when I say the American Democrat Party, its iteration right now, if you support the Democrat Party, there's something wrong with you. I mean it. And you're beginning to realize it. When you see all of this nonsense, all of the things that are happening to our country, all of the insanity of transgendering children and critical race theory in schools and fentanyl coming across the border and nobody saying anything about the thousands, tens of thousands of people who are dying.
and boys competing with girls and, and beating the snot out of them and ruining their careers and the support of, of Hamas in Palestine and a two-state solution and all of that nonsense, an open border, uh, 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 defund the police. I mean, I can go on and on. That is what your Democrat Party has become. But here's the great thing. People are turning it away, away from it. And no matter how much ABC, CBS, NBC, PBS, PBR, whatever, no matter what they say, it's not stopping the awakening that's happening in America today. And it is grand and it is glorious. It really, really is. Yeah. So I hated to start the show with that. But this is what happens when you take, and that, that young man, he's 25 years old, he's a Gen Zer. Uh, three years ago, his life was destroyed by COVID. He was probably in college or at least maybe considering, you know, getting, jumping into the military or, or maybe starting his term in the military. Well, a young person who had his life wrecked by the idiocy of COVID nonsense and woke ideology, and boom, there you go. That's what happens. He became a terrorist. He became an extreme radical. He sacrificed his life for nothing nothing at all just talking points just nonsense but we're going to win we are going to win and again we're going to overwhelm them with positivity and mockery and ridicule and joy and patriotism and we're going to save our children and we're going to take our country back and we need to send an overwhelming message to everybody in Washington D.C. and the deep state that we aren't going to take this anymore and if they continue down this path we have the ability we have the wherewithal we have the intellectual and physical resources necessary to take our country back there you go how's that sound everybody all right so uh, over the weekend the uh, talking heads are talking about nikki haley you know nikki haley she didn't really win as big as you know uh, as uh, as uh, or lose as big as everybody's saying she is you know she still really kind of has a chance in the presidential race yeah really seriously nah we're gonna get to all of that the reaction from punditry with regard to donald trump's uh, victory uh, some great cpac audio and shane gillis on saturday night live i've got some great observations on the ascendancy of conservative comedy that's all coming up here's the number 800-922-6680 this is the rob carson show The Rob Carson Show podcast is everywhere. Go to Newsmax.com slash listen for details. This is a Monday edition of the Rob Carson Show. Here's the number. It's 800-922-6680. When I mentioned this, Newsmax voted by the Conservative Political Action Committee, CPAC as it were. CPAC, not CPAP. Ha <laughs> ha, CPAP. Okay, all right, whatever. Not worth it. Uh, yeah, Trouncing rival Fox News by 34 points. Oh, by the way, uh, Neil Cavuto, cut away from Donald Trump uh, at the CPAC. Uh, no, was it CPAC? I think it was it. No, it was at the, the North Carolina, the, his address when he uh, talked about, or South Carolina, talked about winning South Carolina. Neil Cavuto, cut away from him because, you know, Neil Cavuto is, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? <clears throat> uh, turd burglar, I think, is the word I'm looking for. Well, not exactly the word I was looking for, but it'll work. It'll fit. So Neil Cavuto is, you know, obviously... He's, uh, he's down with uh, the deep state, the establishment, the 
Bush Cheney wing of the Republican Party, which is in its dying throes, by the way. It's in its dying throes. Here is, a, by the way, there was a big primary this weekend, and Donald Trump set another gigantic record. An unseen record. You never, like before, like with Iowa with 99 counties and with the most people ever to vote in, uh, in, uh, in New Hampshire. A- another record was set. Here's the mainstream media with the bad news. Yeah, almost everything went right for Donald Trump. This was a blowout. We talked about closing the gap. We went from about 11 points in New Hampshire to more than 20 in the final tally in South Carolina. Uh, A couple of counties, only three out of 46 carried by Nikki Haley, even though she was governor of that state. Wow, three out of 46, and she was the governor and everything. That's not a good sign. One of the key ones, her home county of Charleston, the low country where there's a more liberal and a, and a little bit of a more retirement community down there. This is the one congressional district that she carried. That's how she ends up with three delegates, but that's three delegates out of 50 across the state. This was an absolute blowout by Donald Trump and a major statement in Nikki Haley's home state. Here is uh, Kristen Welker from from uh, NBC. Trump delivering a crushing blow to Haley in her home state on Saturday, trouncing her by nearly 20 points with nearly 60% of the vote. The former president dominating nearly every key group in the South Carolina Republican primary electorate, according to NBC News exit poll results. Trump now setting his sights squarely on the general election. Oh, yeah, but honestly, this should be a moment of uh, absolute optimism for Nikki Haley supporters. I was just informed that we got double the number of votes that has ever been received in the great state of South Carolina. Well, that is kind of, okay, all right. Well, I, I mean, that's a little hard to swallow. I mean, uh, 99 counties in Iowa and the most votes ever in New Hampshire and now the most votes ever in South Carolina where she's the governor and only won three counties at 46 for went for Trump. But honestly, honestly, that's just, uh, that's, you know, that's just uh, fart in the wind. But now there's a spirit that I have never seen. We ran two great cool. races. Everything's cool. But there's never been, ever, there's never been a spirit like this, and but I just want to say that I have never seen the Republican Party so unified as it is right now. Uh, you know what? Again, never again, like nothing, nothing to see here. Move along. I no, said nothing to see this here week that no matter what happens in South Carolina, I would continue to run for president. Woo, yeah. Okay. Woo. Yeah. I'm a woman of my word. Now listen, I'm not meaning to be, uh, I understand why you may be voting for Nikki Haley. What I would suggest is that you recognize her wing of the Republican Party is nothing new. It's been in D.C. for 50 years since Ronald Reagan. And it's never done anything. It always promises and it never delivers. That's why we have $35 trillion in debt. That's why our roads are broken. That's why Social Security is still broken. That's why spending is still out of control. That's why we're in yet another war, involved in another war. That's the Dick Cheney, George Bush wing of the Republican Party. And she's down with it, guys. I'm just telling you. What has the GOP done for you? All of you people who say, oh, the GOP are such wimps and they never get anything accomplished. You're going to double down on that by supporting Nikki Haley. I'm just telling you, I'm not meaning to be a D word for Richard. I'm just saying she's nothing different at all than Dick Cheney, Mitt Romney, Paul Ryan, all of that. That's just the way it is. Let's take a break and come back. This is the Rob Carson Show.
Hey guys, it's Carson. I have been eager to tell you about Factor Meals. Remember this. There are a ton of meal services that require you to assemble the ingredients, and that's all fine. But time is such a valuable commodity. Why not have excellent chef-crafted and dietitian approved meals delivered to your door? Factor has 35 different options a week to choose from. My wife and I love them. My son has a new place. He loves them. Options include calorie smart, vegan, veggie. How about turkey chili with zucchini, sun-dried tomato chicken, tomato goat cheese cavatappi pasta. Most microwave meals are frozen and they look like crappy airline food. Not Factor meals. Factor has two-minute meals that are ready to eat whenever you are. I love their smoothies and their shots, especially their ginger cayenne shot. Gets me going every day. It's a rush. No prep, no mess. Factor Meals are ready to heat and eat. Head to factormeals.com slash Newsmax50. Use promo code Newsmax50. Get 50% off. Factormeals.com slash Newsmax50 and get 50% off. Factormeals.com slash Newsmax50. South Carolina, I would continue to run for president. I'm a woman of my word. Yes, yes, you are. Nikki, her impossible dream. This is Jim Gossett. Just died. For good in her home state. The best political satire in the world. But she's vowed to keep on running. Only on my show. Drop out before it's too late. You other guys wish you had him, don't you? Just look at Donald Trump's crowds. Thousands wearing their MAGA hats. While most of Nikki's supporters are rhinos and Democrats, it just isn't right because we all know they're voting for Nikki just to help Sleepy Joe. Sleepy, sleepy. Nikki, you lost. You've clearly been beat. It's time to grow up and finally admit your defeat, Nikki. Time to get out today. Wow. Come on. Uh, um, by the way, Americans for Prosperity Action has said it had to take stock after Haley's loss in South Carolina. This is the Koch brothers, by the way. They're like the uh, Republican uh, version of uh, George Soros. <laughs> Yes, to some degree. <laughs> so anyway, in a in an email staffed by obtained to by the staff of Politico, Americans for Prosperity uh, CEO Emily Seidel, the Coke aligned group said they're going to focus their effort on competitive Senate and House races. How about support Donald Trump? That would be a good idea because otherwise you're just kind of wasting your money. 
You're wasting your money. Uh, here we go. Seidel wrote of Haley. She has made it clear that she will continue to fight, and we wholeheartedly support this effort. But given the challenges of the primary states ahead, we don't believe any outside group can make a natural or material, material difference to widen her path to victory. So it's not going to happen. A listener just called and said, uh, kind of reminded me, Nikki Haley kind of reminds me of the, uh, the, what is it, the Dark Knight in uh, Monty Python's Holy Grail. And uh, the Dark Knight keeps getting his limbs chopped off and he keeps uh, saying, oh no, it's nothing. Here's an example. Now stand aside, worthy adversary. Tis but a scratch. A scratch? Your arm's off. No, it isn't. The what? No, it isn't. Iowa, you only won 99 counties out of 99. Uh, I've heard worse. You liar. Come on, you pansy. Here we go. Here's a little... Here. Right, let's go to New Hampshire then. Aha! New Hampshire! Oh, I cut off the other arm. Son of a gun. Victory is mine. We thank thee, Lord, that in thy mercy... There you go. No, 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 no. I know we got the most votes in New Hampshire, but we're carrying on. We're carrying on. Stuff the cash into the toilet. All $79 million. Okay. Look, you stupid bastard. You've got no arms left. Yes, I have. No, I haven't. I haven't lost two races. I haven't lost Iowa and New Hampshire. There's nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Just Iowa and New Hampshire. Let's fight some more. Let's fight some more. Let's go on to... Oh, there goes a leg. That's... That's... Uh, yeah, that... Oh, boy. That, that's South Carolina. Oh. I'm invincible! There you go. She's got to go on. <laughs> this is a great analogy. Absolutely perfect when you can use uh, great movie analogies from great comedy writers. That's what happens when you, uh, you know, when comedy makes a point. And that's what we try to do here on the, uh, on the radio show. Oh, real quick, I want to tell you something. Um, have you got your emergency medical kit from, uh, from the wellness company? I've got one for the car. My wife put one in her car. I gave one to my son over the weekend. Uh, here are some reasons why you need one. Disease X. They're talking about disease X. Globus. Globalists. You never know what they're going to do. They, they pulled COVID on us. Uh, China uh, looking to use their dominance over the global pharmaceutical supply chain. And they have. And they are. We get a lot of our pharmacies from, or a lot of pharmaceuticals from China. You can break re- free from your alliance on uh, government and big pharma when you get a great kit from the wellness company. Protect your family from a broken and vulnerable health care system, among other things. And basically uh, have an insurance policy against, uh, you know, whatever Joe Biden decides to do and the deep state decides to do in 2024. Because it's going to get weird. If you don't have your emergency medical kit with hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin and amoxicillin and z all of the meds that are always run out when in a time of crisis, have them. By going to twc.health slash Carson, twc.health slash Carson, you're going to save 10%. Okay, the wellness company, I get a lot of people asking me about it. Rob, I always forget the site. Is it calm? Is it... It's twc.health slash Carson, twc.health slash Carson. By the way, Rhonda McDaniel has announced her resignation. She is leaving. Do you know why? Because... The uh, that ilk of the Republican Party is dead. We're just waiting to spread its ashes. The uh, RNC is broke. The RNC is uh, worthless. The RNC has completely ignored four political persecutions of the leading uh, Republican candidate, and so she had to go. That's it. She her 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 uh, uncle is Mitt Romney. It should say all you need to know. And she's going. She's going. 
She says some of her proudest accomplishments, including firing Nancy Pelosi, winning the popular vote in 22, creating an electron integrity department. Oh, really? Has it done anything? Really? Because if it did, what did it do in 2022? Yeah. Building our committee's first small-dollar grassroots donor campaign, blah, blah, blah. No, you failed. Since taking over in 2017, Republicans have experienced nothing but misery, losing eight gubernatorial races, three Senate seats, 19 House seats, presidential race, not looking at federal government involvement in 2020 at all and all of us know they were and the rnc has ignored it so they're not listening to you they have said nothing about the uh, unrelenting lawfare by marxist democrats against donald trump donations have reached an eight they are low under ronna mcdaniel and i will tell you rnc if you want to make about a half a billion dollars real fast Get behind Donald Trump. Establish trust. They're talking about making uh, Laura Trump uh, the second in command at the RNC. You will be awash with cash when we can trust you again. But that's going to take a while. Here's Joy Reid, by the way. Uh, she only saw a race over the weekend in South Carolina. This is a big surprise, right? From a woman who is culturally appropriating white people culture, isn't she? With the blonde wig. She's wearing this blonde wig. She looks like a soft-serve vanilla yogurt machine took a poop on her head. But here she is saying it's all about race and saying, of course, like Iowa and uh, I guess New Hampshire and now uh, South Carolina, it's all a bunch of racist white people Christians. About the makeup of this electorate. I mean, this is a, what, 92% white, overwhelmingly evangelical Christian primary electorate in South Carolina. And I think writ large around the country, that is the way they think. I mean, even among the independent voters who are about, what, 21% of this electorate, it's like almost a 50-50 question as to whether President Biden is the legitimate president of the United States. That is what the Republican Party is now. Yeah, yeah, because uh, we're not stupid is the reason why. Because we know that the federal government was really involved. We know that the CIA was involved in 2016, 2020, and they're involved in 2024. And we couldn't say anything about it because the deep state and big social media and the mainstream media uh, sang from the same sheet music and shut us down and called what we believe disinformation and misinformation. And now we know. And now we know. And that's why Joy Reid is screaming racism, because whenever the left is losing, they just do stupid stuff like that. Oh, by the way, did you hear this? Uh, The Teamsters has just given $45,000 to the Republican National Committee. Teamsters haven't done something like that in a long time. The last time they donated to a Republican group was in 2004, $15,000. Maybe it's the Teamsters know that the green energy nonsense of Joe Biden is going to drive truckers out of business. And they're going to drive auto manufacturers out of business and all of that. And maybe they're realizing that truckers are suffering greatly right now under Joe Biden. That's pretty big news, isn't it? It's pretty big news. Here's uh, Neil Cavuto this weekend. He cut off Donald Trump after his victory speech, and he sounds exactly like Jake Tapper did in New Hampshire. She loses to Biden in all the polls. But forget that. This guy, I want to get, he's far more interesting. So we won, we won Iowa in a landslide yeah, in a record, true, yeah. the likes of which has never been seen. In fact, we took the record and they doubled it. We won by that margin. We then went to New Hampshire. We got more votes than anybody in the history That's of true. New Hampshire. Yeah, that is New true. Hampshire primaries. Other than that, nothing They've been to around see. a long time. It's a flesh wound. And I heard Nikki today said, 
Well, yeah, I lost two. No, she lost four. Because she lost the Virgin Islands, which she tried like hell to get. We won that, too. A lot of people don't know that. But then we went to Nevada. All right, we're continuing monitoring uh, the president's remarks, and I mean no offense to him, or some of you might want to continue hearing, but I did have to say that uh, even though the former president is entitled to his opinions, he's not entitled to his own set of facts. The market has indeed been going up, but having nothing to do with him and everything to do with this aggressive cut in interest rates, uh, or just a hiking in interest rates and stabilized inflation, and of course the whole uh, artificial intelligence. Yeah, you know, Neil Komodo, bye-bye. Bye-bye, 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 bye-bye. This is why 49% at CPAC said they trust Newsmax and only 15% said the same of Fox News. I thought you should know that. thought you should know that. Oh, Bob Costas, who ought to stick to sports, honestly, ought to stick to sports. He said that you and I, if you're a Trump supporter, I'm not saying all your Trump supporters, I get it. But you Trump supporters are uh, are cult members, by the way. That I've quoted from, you come at this from a position of not wanting to see Trump get elected. You should state that at the outset. True? Yes, absolutely. He is by far the most disgraceful figure in modern presidential history. He's only become more disgraceful since 2016 and since 2020. He is a bubbling cauldron of loathsome traits, and it's only those who are actually suffering from Trump derangement syndrome, which is the way they and Fox News and all the rest of MAGA media try to brush aside all the legitimate criticisms of Trump, you have to be in the throes of some sort of toxic delusion in a toxic cult to believe that Donald Trump has ever been in any sense emotionally, psychologically, intellectually or ethically fit to be president of the United States. But his supporters are locked in on that. Really? That is uh, that is uh, (laughs) Bob Costas, who is apparently now a political pundit. He uses big words and stuff. Uh, You know, I do the same thing because I'm a pretty smart person as well. Uh, and uh, but I don't do it uh, to bloviate and to uh, to uh, what's the filibuster like like he just did with nonsense. By the way, he's a snob. He's a rich snob. He's lived in a, in a gated community for forty years, and he doesn't understand what's going on in your and I's head. And instead of just saying, "Hey, man, Donald Trump is really uh, the, where the country needs to go," and he went to D.C. and he did what he said he was going to do. He looks down from his gated home at the rest of us and says, "We've got to be crazy to believe that stuff." That's fine. Go ahead and cast those stones, bro. Cast those stones. It's not about intelligence. It's not about some sort of occult status that we have with Donald Trump. It's just trust. It's just trust and realize that we've been played by people like Bob Costas, by members of the mainstream media, by members of every kind of media who've lied to you, who've said that what you believe is misinformation and disinformation, who, who said you should trust us, and despite all of the, the uh, mountains that we've had to climb to get to this point, we realize people like Bob Costas and people like Neil Cavuto and people like Joy Reid and people like Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski and all of the others, they just tote the deep state Democrat line That's what's at their heart, and they have no idea what's going on in America. They have no idea why you support Donald Trump. They want to say it's just because you're a brainwashed cult member. Let them believe that as we steamroll them, as we steamroll them.
Even John Thune, the number two Democrat, or I should say Republican, <laughs> in the Senate is endorsing Trump. You know why? Because Thune wants to be there when, uh, when uh, Mitch McConnell is booted, and Thune should never be considered as the uh, what will be minority leader when Donald Trump's elected. Thune's support marks a high-profile win for Trump uh, from the number two Republican in the Senate who has uh, is seen as a serious legislator and possible successor to Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. Ding, ding, ding. What did I just tell you? <laughs> he, wants the, uh, he wants to be in that position, but they need to get an outsider in there who won't do the same crap that Mitch McConnell is doing to us right now. Because people like John Thune... They're the reasons why the southern border is still open. And we're just focused on Ukraine and not shutting down the border. Let's take a break and come back, shall we, kids? This is The Rob Carson Show. Next hour, I'm going to get into uh, Shane Gillis' appearance on Saturday Night Live. If you missed it, it was absolutely remarkable i'm going to be on tv a couple times today on newsmax at <clears throat> i believe it's around 3:30 eastern and again around 5:30 eastern to talk about it as a comedy writer um and someone who wrote for rush limbaugh uh starting right out of college and someone who was ostracized uh uh including 14 years ago uh, by oprah winfrey's own network um Mark Burnett's producer called me 14 years ago, said I was the best thing they'd ever seen. Said, where have you been? Where have you been, man? We've been waiting our whole lives for you. I thought my TV dream of being like Johnny Carson was going to come true. And then they discovered I was a conservative. So it's a little close to my heart, by the way. And I'll explain why it was such a big deal. And Newsmax was targeted by SNL. That's when you know you're on the radar. I don't care what they said about Newsmax. We're on their radar. We're under their skin. Woo! Let's go to Kathy in Severna Park, Maryland. Hello, Kathy. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Hi. Um, thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to bring up a couple of points. Um, one, during Trump's um, victory speech, um, most recently in South Carolina, he um, did not mention Nikki Haley, which I thought was wonderful. Finally, would you um, get free press? I mean, that's why that's why I don't go on uh, on other radio shows if I'm beating them in the ratings. I, there's no point in it. Exactly, she's irrelevant, and bad publicity is still publicity. So just leave her name out of your mouth, according to Will Smith. Leave her name out of your mouth. <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> Donald Trump, and then yes. Lindsey Graham really got booed. Now I'm not a big fan of his because I think we lost the Senate because of him and his trying to federalize uh, abortion law he was trying to talk about. And I don't know why he keeps Lindsey Graham so close. I'm not sure he got a lot of booze. People, I know, I know. I'm going to explain why, in a few, why uh, Lindsey Graham is being booed and why Lindsey Graham will never be a part of the Trump uh, movement. He will, he will be included on stage periodically, but the American people who support Donald Trump will never be supportive of him. Yeah, I, he needs to leave abortion off the table and just stick to other things. Um, lastly, the last point I wanted to make was Nikki Haley, who I wish would drop out. I sort of feel like she's into self 
self-flagellation, like sadomasochistic. <laughs> it's, it's sad to see it. but And then she's like a little chihuahua nipping at Trump's ankles. Just nipping yeah. and nipping. She's not going to get well, Kathy, Kathy, the reason why she's doing it is because she is completely down with Donald Trump's persecution, and she's hoping that a fellow Republican is persecuted by a corrupt DOJ. That's the problem. That's why I'll never vote for Nikki Haley. It's not about competing. It's about putting her self-interest and those of her donors in front of the American people at any cost, including the uh, weaponization of the DOJ against a fellow candidate. That's the reason why, Kathy. Listen, I got to run. Thanks for the phone call. That's why I've really turned against Nikki Haley. That's why I turned against Ron DeSantis, because they didn't say anything about the DOJ weaponization. Let's take a break and come back. This is the Rob Carson Show. All right, second hour of the show. The media denial of Biden's dementia is absolutely amazing. Please keep it going. It's fantastic. And also, Shane Gillis on SNL. And how did Jon Stewart do in his debut back on Comedy Central? Who won, liberals or conservatives? That's on the way. This is the Rob Carson Show. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. You can help by clicking the sponsor links in the show notes and take advantage of some great discounts available only to our listeners.